I wish this episode was going to feel more positive, but this is a new episode of Tapped In San Francisco Giants Baseball. I am Andrew Pasquini, Leo Luna, and Leo, I, I just want to apologize. I didn't expect to start out that negatively, uh, but <laughs> doesn't feel great right now, but that's okay. It's still June 30th. Leo, how are you doing on, on today, June 30th, 2021? Look, obviously, you want to take one of those Dodger games, like a bare minimum. You don't want to lose both of them. Uh, they did. Uh, <laughs> silver lining, they won the A series, so at, uh, at least they didn't lose back-to-back series in, in, in a row, or didn't get three games swept. You know, I'm, I'm trying to be positive here. Uh, so, they are still in first place. Uh, they're 21 games over 500, and whether they're in this three-game losing streak or not, it, it, like, don't don't be bitter. Nobody, nobody that watches baseball, not even Giants fans themselves, if if you're listening to this and you're Giants, which you probably are, I guarantee you did not have this team locked in at 15-29 at 79 games in the season. Yeah, no, nobody really did. I, I personally would have had them, you know, closer to 500 so yeah obviously a bright spot being 21 games above 500 on june 30th obviously a very good thing yeah i'm I'm not trying to say losing's okay and you know stuff like that but it's like i saw some of those things i saw some of those things on facebook this week and it was weird the world's the world's not where the giants are still in first place like let let's not get depressed and get all sad boy or sad girl over a you know two two game sweep against the Dodgers. Like like come on, these guys are fine. They will be fine, Leo. They if people have been sleeping the last five days, they have no idea what we're talking about. That's why we're here, Leo. The Giants, their last five games, the last time we left them off, they were about ready to open up a series against the Oakland A's, the team down in the South Bay. Uh, the Giants win two nothing on Friday night. Johnny Cueto, hell of a start. Seven innings pitched, five hits, two of which were allowed uh, to Sean Manaya who uh, had a double and a single that didn't leave the infield. Uh, Wilmer Flores goes one for four. Uh, Kirk Casale, one for three, hits the home run to really put the Giants over the top. Brandon Crawford has the other RBI. Casale played on Friday night because Buster Posey was scratched due to some back issues. That's going to come up again here on Saturday as the Giants defeat the A's six to five in ten innings. Uh Pretty decent start from Alex Wood. He goes five and a third, eight strikeouts, four hits, a lot of high-stress innings, and that's okay. He only allows the one run. The bullpen had the biggest issues. Harlan Garcia gives up a run. Uh, Zach Littell gives up a run. That's what tied it up. Uh, excuse me, that's what made that's what they gave the A's a five to three lead. There we go. I know what I'm saying. I do this for a living. The Giants slowly chip away, slowly chip away chip away uh lamont wade had a home run donovan solano had a big home run i believe that tied the game uh and then the big hit in the bottom of the 10th inning kurt casale hit a double down the line that scored steven duggar to put the game away giants win six to five they win the series they're looking for the sweep they're looking for the sweep they don't get the sweep as the oakland a's beat the giants six to two on sunday semi long not a great start. It was an okay start. He went five innings, gives up four earned runs, four hits, three walks, three strikeouts. Not exactly what we're used to from him quite yet, but we don't really know what he is yet. 
Cole Irvin shut down the A, or excuse me, he shut down the Giants. Eight innings pitched, eight strikeouts, two walks, no earned runs, nothing really to brag about offensively. This game, they tacked they tacked on two late runs. Solano had a double. Duggar had a double. They go one for four with runners in scoring position. Surely that's not indicative of anything. It's just one loss. Hey, the Giants go down to L.A. and they lose game one of the series three to two. They go 0 for 13 with runners in scoring position. Lamont Wade with a solo home run. Brandon Crawford with a solo home run. Angel Hernandez helped the Dodgers quite. I mean, he helped both teams. He was he was bad for both sides, let's be honest. Uh, but Giants got a couple bad calls, including a strikeout that was four inches off the plate to Posey. Uh, DeSclafani falls behind 2-0 on two pitches that should have been strikes against Mookie Betts. Betts hits a leadoff home run. Muncie hits another home run. And Will Smith hits a third home run. He gives the Dodgers the 3-2 win. DeSclafani goes five innings pitched, five hits, three earned runs, six strikeouts, and three home runs allowed. And maybe the Giants turn it around in the second game of the series. They do not. They go 0 for 6 with runners in scoring position. For those of you keeping track at home, that's 0 for 19 on this series. The Dodgers win 3 to 1. Kevin Gosman looked a little loosey goosey in the first inning. He had two walks. He hit a batter. He finishes the game with five walks on, with four strikeouts and five innings pitched. Uh, gives up all three earned runs. Walker Bueller dominates the Giants as he usually does. Seven strikeouts over six and two thirds inning. Uh, something that shouldn't be lost too. Before I give turn it over to Leo, uh, Brandon Crawford hit the farthest home run of his career, at least in the Statcast era, on Monday night at Dodger Stadium. A four hundred and forty-four foot shot to straight away center field. So winning the series against the A's, but getting swept in the two game set by the Dodgers drops the Giants to fifty and twenty-nine. They're a game and a half up on the Los Angeles Dodgers. Leo, what's the take from the last five games? Whew. All right. <clears throat> I'll start off on the positive side with the Oakland A series, of course. I, I My hot take was that they were going to sweep the A's if they win that Friday Friday game. And, man, I, I was so ready for that sweep on Sunday. Obviously, they came up uh, on the short side of the stick there. and um, But... With Friday, it's Kirk Casale. Yeah, he did not come up clutch when he was pitch hitting against the Los Angeles Dodgers. But man, that that home run, the solo shot he had to extend their their lead to a two zero game, it was huge. It was huge. Like don't don't be mistaken about his over two pitch hitting appearance uh, against the Los Angeles Dodgers because that. 1-0 home run was super close to extend that lead. Uh, we've seen time after time again, This, while I consider this a, a good bullpen, a, a better one than what you may think, it is very dicey to this bullpen a one lead in the eighth or the ninth inning. So that was huge. And then uh, with Saturday's game, man, that, that was so, so electric. Uh, it was imagine being there. I wish I was there for that Saturday yeah. game. Unfortunately, I wasn't uh, tied game two two, and then just Matt Chapman goes oppo taco over the freaking brick wall out there. Like that's insane. Um, it reminded me of when Tatis did that last season against the Giants. Uh, it's just you got to have some strength to go ahead and do that. Um, and, and then 
you came to the point where it's four two. It's getting later in the game. You're just like, oh man, like I, I think the A's got this one. Especially after Sergio Romo comes in there and just shut down the door in his appearance. You you're that that pessimistic side is just getting at you little by little, but you're you're watching the game, hopefully that they do come back, which is what they did. A uh, solo shot by Donnie Barrels, who's not the most power hitter in baseball. That was huge. And then just looking over extra innings, it's Steven Duggar coming up clutch and clutch, you know, time over time. And this guy is a good baseball player, at least when he's facing fastballs. He does need to work on his breaking balls. Um, as we saw last night when Kenley Jansen struck him out in game two of that series against the Dodgers. But uh, just having having that clutch hit to tie the game into to extra innings, because remember, they were going to the bottom of the 10th there chasing a run they were they weren't guaranteed an 11th yeah. inning they were chasing a run so duggar was able to get that rbi and then just have the speed to sprint from first all the way to home i think he beat the average speed uh like the time it takes to go from first to home almost by a full second and if you're a person enjoys football as well like think about 40 yard dash and how, yeah. how much of a difference of second is compared to say like a four four forty to a five four forty like that's a huge difference when, mm-hmm. when we're talking about full seconds there he he um, knew so was he was clutch. gonna get that and first, he knew he was gonna get jump. that giant yeah. gabe kapler hug dude he he knew he oh. had to sprint to it that hug oh my goodness what a hug from gabe kapler that hug reminded me of the viral steve nash kevin durant hug like that's yeah. on the same spectrum Obviously oh. not as big because it's not the playoffs. It's not a new, you know, a new team on primetime television. Um, but that's what that reminded me of. It's it was just like thank you, <laughs> thank you for being Sam fast. And then you know Sunday, bats got cold, and unfortunately that carried over to the Dodgers series. Thank God that was only two games. I, I cannot imagine sitting through another game in LA where these guys are going over with runners in scoring position. Thank God it was two games. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved home run by Brandon Crawford, 400 something feet. Like this guy's got like the more kids he's having, his dad's strength is getting stronger and stronger and stronger. Because I've never seen, like, he's always had a beautiful swing. Like, he's never been this damn powerful. And this, this guy's just lugging the ball. Uh, so, and then the other ones, like, the same the same names. I mean, it's, once again, Steven Duggar. Thank you for scoring a run in last night's game. And, and that allowed the Giants to not be shut out 3-0. Instead, it's, a, it's a, obviously a loss is a loss. But when you're watching a game live against a team like the Los Angeles Dodgers, which all Giants fans hate, I've never heard a Giants fan say, oh, yeah, I don't mind the Dodgers. No, it's I stand those guys. So getting losing 3-0 compared to 3-1 is a major, major, major difference in the rivalry. So thank you, Stephen Doug. Uh, and remember, this isn't the first time that these bats went cold in a series. I think about the four-game series in Washington, where they had, what, four runs in four games, and then all of a sudden they came back home and played the D-backs, and they just blew it up. Well, guess who they're going to go play again? 
is the back. So I'm hoping that they go on to that same projection where now we're going to see runs a game for the rest of that series, Arizona. Yeah. And, and you met, you mentioned the one run last night, uh, Tuesday night, uh, that just made the ninth inning more painful, Leo, because they're down three to oh. one. Dickerson gets hit by a pitch. Buster Posey walks. Maybe, just maybe, they're pounding on the door. They're going to get a run or two, tie the game up. Crawford strikes out. Flores goes infield fly. Duggar strikes out. Game over just like that. Um, and, and last night, man, and I hate to just focus on last night. Last night was one of those games where you bounce off of Monday night where just they really couldn't get anything. I mean, they could get things going. They just couldn't finish it. Um I don't know. It just last night felt like one of those nights where it's like, okay, they're they're not nothing's good's gonna come out of this game. And they tease you a little bit in the bottom of the ninth inning, or excuse me, the top of the ninth inning, uh getting those two runners on and then just nothing. And I mean it was it was just a strange, strange game. Uh for a lot of reasons. I mean, we are not used to seeing Kevin Gosman go, you know, he strikes out Mookie Best to start the game. Good start. He walks Muncie. Um, he hits Turner on a, with a pitch, and he walks uh, Bellinger. So now the bases are loaded. He strikes out, and then he gives an excuse me double to Chris Taylor. Like Chris Taylor barely made contact with that ball. It just found a spot. Um, and, and just kind of from there, it, it was rolling. I mean, he even got – he gave up a deep fly ball to uh, Walker Bueller, and Talkman made a hell of a play. He gets hurt. And that's something we'll probably touch on here in a second is Talkman and Yastrzemski both hurt. Don't know the, the severity. I'm assuming Yastrzemski is good to go. Uh, he, he was available to pinch it Tuesday night. He was in the batter circle for Donovan Solano. I believe that was who was going to be next. So he was available to hit unless it, it was a bull. It, it could have been a ploy, but they, they also did say he was available to pinch it if needed. Um, the Talkman injury is a little scarier because that, I don't know. It, it, that that one didn't look great landing, and, and it took it took him out of the game. He he actually got a single after it. Uh, he he came in and hit, got a single. Uh, but we're probably going to see you know Jalen Davis up here soon. He's been tearing the ball off the cover down in Sacramento. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I really I'm at a point with him where I just don't see how they don't call him up to see what he can do up here. Uh, he hasn't had much success in the big league level, but that's only in like 59 plate appearances, so plenty of chances to, uh, okay. to get that average up. Okay, triple comp right here because his, his name like rings every for the past three years now because of what he's doing in AAA. Obviously, last year they didn't they didn't have AAA games, um, but 2019 and then this year, what he's doing in in AAA and he's just having this just power streak where he's hitting all these home runs. Mac Williamson. Ho- hopefully, it's a different case. Yeah, but it's just like a lot of Mac Williamson vibes. It, if he doesn't put it together, um, mm-hmm. or you know, obviously his career and and my fandom, he does put it together. But you know, I, I don't expect him to go on this crazy streak here in the NFL. I just hope that he can do better performance wise with his K rates and mm-hmm. and everything and do that at a better rate than than what we're seeing from Austin Slater and what mm-hmm. we saw from Mauricio Dubon. As yeah, well as and, Mike Talkman as well. And Talkman too. Ta- and the thing is, man, 
if there's a part, Leo, where we make an audio clip, this is this is where it's at, where you you take this clip and you put it on the Twitter for people to hear why they need to listen. I understand the Mike Talkman thing. I get it. He offensively, he's not the best. He is on this roster for defensive purposes. You you need guys like that off of the bench, right? Uh, you, you look at the, and I know obviously this might not be a World Series team, you look at the 2014 San Francisco Giants, right? Travis Ishikawa played a large part in that team. Uh, he he couldn't hit, though, or excuse me, he could hit backwards. Whoa, that's scary. Um, he, he couldn't field very well. Um, and, you know, that's when they would bring in Juan Perez, who's not the best hitter, but he, he comes in defensively late innings. Talkman's going to be that guy. Uh, come late, especially if you're expecting this team to play deep in the postseason. Those games where you have Alex Dickerson batting, you know, f- fifth against a right-handed hitter, get, it, it's a two two-run game going into the eighth inning. You're going to take Dickerson out. You're going to put Talkman in, get that defensive yep. stability. Uh, so yeah, I sure you guys want to complain about Talkman's offense, go go ahead. But, but there's a reason he's on this team. There's a reason Farhan Zaidi traded for him. I mean, he tried to trade for him when he was on the Rockies. The second he gets moved to the Yankees, he called the Yankees right away. Um, like like Talkman's here to stay. Whether you whether fans like it or not, you know, as long as his glove works, he's going to be there. Um, so there, there's my little rant that I wanted to get out of the way. Uh, we, we've kind of okay. gone off on a side tangent too. Leo, you want to say something? They'll go ahead, buddy. You, you brought up uh, defensive replacement with for Alex Dickerson. That's how the Giants beat the Dodgers the first time this season was mm-hmm. my defensive replacement for Alex Dickerson in the ninth inning and Rob Albert Pujols. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. That's the first game they won against the Giants was that same example or excuse me against the Dodgers, that same example that you just gave. And like a lot of the Talkman hate from this series came from him getting thrown out on set at second, um, which may or may not have been safe. I didn't think there was a clear enough angle to show that the prove that he was safe. Uh, but mm-hmm. you need to remember he wasn't supposed to be hitting there. He, he, he had to replace Jastrzemski who fouled the ball off his leg. So it's not like, he, you know, the Giants pinch hit. He he was there out of necessity. So, so I get it. Giants fans want to replace Talkman. There's a reason he's there. That's okay. Leo, we're going to be a little quick. This is going to be a quicker episode uh, because the, the San Francisco 49ers have their state of fr- the franchise uh, thing coming up here in about 20 minutes. Um, and mm-hmm. you and I, we have 49ers stuff we have to talk about later. Uh, so we're, we're going to be a little quicker. So, any final thoughts on the Dodgers series? I know the A's series was very, very fun. The Dodgers series was a little more concerning. Uh, any final thoughts before we move on to players? No, I just want to move on from that series. From and I can't. I'm gonna be a like I put on Twitter. I'm gonna be a sad boy until the Giants play again. <laughs> so let's move on. All right, Leo Pitt. Who who is your player of the last five games? A's Dodgers combined. So I'm gonna make this quick. I'm not going to go over numbers. I, I'm just going to go over what he he did in those games, and that's that's Steven Duggar. It's, they don't win. They probably don't win that, uh, that Saturday game if Duggar doesn't get that single to bring in Brian and then scoring all the way from first. Uh, okay, like even if you want to say Casale gets a double, then we're talking about a 5-5 game. 
Casale, he's not the fastest runner, so you probably need another hit in the gap or something to score Casale to give them that win, uh, which is a lot more difficult to that point. But Steven Duggar, he's been clutch and clutch time and time and again. What he does defensively as well, like you went on a Mike Talkman's uh, tangent about what he does defensively. I think we may have lost Leo. I think Leo's gone. He was making great points about Steven Duggar, and I think he's gone. I think his internet went out, um, and I'm just going to pick up now. And say, I'm gonna cheat. I know Leo. Oh, he, he's he's back. You just you just totally cut out on the internet side, and I think you're down again. Um, I'm sure you're making fantastic points about Steven Duggar at this point. Um, but I'm I'm gonna move on. Hopefully, you come back. I'm gonna text you, Leo, that that your your internet died. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat a little bit because you guys know who I like. Um, th th this is a tough week for me. I'm going to cheat. I'm going to take my players, Mauricio Dubon, uh, just because he he's personally my favorite player. Hopefully Leo's back. Leo's gone. Leo is totally gone now. Uh, I don't know where he went, uh, but I'm going to take Mauricio Dubon. Um, you know, he, he, he's probably my favorite player on this Giants team. Um, and it's, it's, it's something that, had to happen. He was hitting 270, or excuse me, 234, 272, 373. Uh, his defense wasn't great. So, yeah, while he is my favorite giant, I understand it. Um, it's a bummer as, as a big Mauricio Dubon guy. But I, I'm, I'm Leo, I, you probably heard none of that. I took Mauricio Dubon as a sad boy pick because I know you said don't be sad boy anymore, but I just I, <laughs> I picked Dubon because he's my favorite and, and it stings a little bit. Leo, yeah, that, do, do you want to go back to your great points you were making about Steven Duggar before you froze? Uh, basically what I was saying with Steve Duggar, it's like they on the board in Tuesday night's game. I think that, that hit there and while he does like he's not he's he's not even a finished player. He he's batting below 200 against breaking balls, so like change-ups, curveballs, you know, all of that great stuff. Duggar's not going to call it great stuff. He's hitting it right now. But it's he's not a finished product. The guy's hitting over 300 right now. He's able to, you know, see more pitches from that breaking balls because he's certainly going to get a ton of breaking balls. Um, and he figures that part out of his game. That This guy, like, he's not... That's what's exciting is when you have these guys producing at the level he is and they're not yet product, it's the sky's the limit. He he's you know game in, game out. It's, it's what we thought he was gonna be in what, two thousand eighteen. And so let's just get the ball rolling and, and hope it get it continues for Steven Duggan. I, I don't think it's going to be the last time I call him my player of the week as he's becoming that important on the team to where if you do trade it as an outfielder, we were having this conversation today, you're going to have your Stremski and you're going to have Duggar. Like, those are your two starters on an everyday mm -hmm. basis. And the only spot that's in is left field, which Alex Dickerson, yeah, you kind of do want him to hit against right-handed pitching. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens moving forward with this team. But I think Duggar has definitely interpiece himself as a player of the week. And then to tell your sad boy point, I, I do want Mauricio on to be great. I also do want him to get bats. So if Kapler's not him here with the Giants in, in the big leagues, go down to Sacramento, perfect your swing. It, it, 
he was so emotional after hitting that home run against the Angels that was in right center field and talking about mm-hmm. how much he's working on his swing. Well, if he's working that hard to perfect it, let him get at bats on a daily basis in Sacramento. So I understand the move. Thyro Estrada, who they called up, is really, really hot bat. He had mm-hmm. game hit strong uh, Sacramento before getting called up. He's hitting over 340 with the River Cats. Um, and we saw him pitch against the Dodgers on Tuesday night, and he had that ball flew off his bat. I don't know the exit exit velocity. I don't want to open up another page to slow down my internet connection here because it's been a little wash. But yeah, it's it, it's unfortunate. But I I understand the process with Marco with uh, Mauricio Dubon. Yeah, and listen now now it. You guys know I'm a big Mauricio Dubon fan. I've, I've made it very well known. Now's the time to buy the stock on him. Uh, it's at an all-time low, but he he definitely gives me the vibe as somebody who's going to take this, not as a negative, uh, but as an opportunity to get better. Uh, and I, he obviously does have things he needs to work on. That's okay. I think every player in baseball does. Um, you know, and... and I'm very as as a Sacramento native. I am very excited because I'm 100% going to go out of my way to go to a Rivercats game uh, to see Mauricio Dubon. And uh, yeah, then now's the time to buy his stocks because I think I think he's due to kind of turn it around. We kind of saw a little bit of what he can be in 2020. I uh, regressed a little bit this year, but hopefully he can turn it around. And he he has value because he plays so many positions. Uh, but we'll we'll move on from the sad boy stuff. Uh, we're going to look forward. And uh, real quick, you did mention, Leo, about us talking about the Giants making a move. In case you're wondering when we're going to have a trade deadline conversation, Leo, uh, we will be talking about pot- – potent- we're going to have a trade deadline episode, a potential target trade deadline episode, either Wednesday the 14th or Wednesday the 15th of July after the All-Star game. We have two days uh, to talk about the July 30th trade deadline. Yes, July 30th this year, I looked it up. Leo, we're going to look forward – uh, the Giants close out that series against the Dodgers. They currently have a day off today. They go to Arizona for four uh, over Fourth of July weekend. Uh, we we know Arizona twenty two and sixty on the season. The Giants have a twenty nine and a half lead on them, or twenty nine and a half game lead on them. Uh, so hopefully this series where you get three out of four, and then they come back home for three against the Cardinals. The first time the Cardinals are coming this way since 2019. The Cardinals are 40 and 41 on the season. So two very winnable series before their next day off next Thursday. Leo, what, what do you what do you got on both the Diamondbacks and the Cardinals? Um, so with the D-backs, they're six and zero against the the Diamondbacks this season. I don't know how stable it's going to be, uh, every, you know, every single game. But let's let's hope it is because it's very big to pick up these games, especially when you lost three in a row. Dodgers win those those exact same days, and now you're only a game and a half in first before the All Star break. Uh, obviously, divisions aren't won in June or July or May or April, but you do want to stack up W's to extend that lead. You don't want it to get into a race in September where you could only close a gap. That's a, a three-game lead. No, you want to stack those wins. That That's what I tell people. People are always like, oh, 
Um, I don't pay attention until after the All-Star break because everything before that yeah, it does freaking matter. <laughs> yeah. Because say say you're only game out or one game up in September. Guess what? Though you could have won those three games in June or July that you said didn't matter. And then you would have had a four, you know, lead compared to a one eight. So yes, they do matter. Uh so with the with the D backs, I'm I'm hopeful for a sweep. I'm not I'm not expecting a sweep. I know it's the Diamondbacks, but you're playing at their house, and they do have a better roster than what their record is. So, with the Cardinals as well, it's just you know don't don't let, don't let Goldschmidt or Arenado beat you because you have let them in the past when they were in your division. Just don't let those two guys and I like their chances. Yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting stretch of games. Arizona playing in Arizona should help the offense turn it around a little bit. That is a bandbox of a stadium. Uh, the the Cardinals series that I'm I look forward to that one because that that one feels like it feels like the Cubs sort of thing, right? It's kind of a light rivalry. The Giants have a little bit more of a history with the Cardinals than the Cubs uh, as of the past decade. I know they've beaten them a couple times in the NLCS and all that fun stuff. So it should be a fun week of Giants baseball. Leo, we will be back next. Thursday, I believe that's the Giants' next off day. Uh, any final words before we we get out of here and go watch the Niners talk about stuff? Talk about stuff. Um, stuff. Well, I I think it's this four game series against Arizona. Everybody freaked out when Madison Bumgarner signed with the D backs, and we're gonna play them again. And he's someone that has not pitched a regular season game against the giants till this day. So it's interesting to see what happens, you know, with the M- Madison Bumgarner situation, I have seen his footed around trade talk yet. What makes it cool is that crazy contract. A lot of giants fans wanted to give him and yet he was asking for more money than what the D backs gave him because of California tax purposes. Uh, I'm hoping Sammy long, Playing in Arizona, said they they do have. He's playing that third game there on the Saturday. Arizona does have a good lineup. They're they're not just a sorry team that has a bunch of nobodies that are more runs scored on the than season. the Yankees. They have more runs scored than the Yankees. There it is. Um, their bullpen has been like the worst in baseball, and that's probably what we're going to see happen in one of these four games. I'm there. You go. Final thoughts. Hot take. Just to come back and, and win a game in the seventh inning or later. There it is. All right, Leo. We will be back next week. Uh, hopefully, as I said, the Giants turn it around. And as I said earlier, just kind of the light schedule. I will be back next Thursday. And then the following week, we'll do a quick breakdown of the National Series right before the All-Star break. That's the only three games we'll cover. But then that episode after the All-Star break, likely going to be talking about some names the Giants should or could look at uh, at the trade deadline. I, I think that's that's going to be really fun because I think there's a lot of interesting names out there. Leo, I will talk to you next. Well, that's a lie. I will talk to you before next week because we text each other a lot. Uh, but but I'll, I'll see you next week in terms of this podcast. All right, man? Have a, have a, have a good weekend, and everybody have a good weekend as well. Dude, uh, it's always fun to talk something else than the 49ers. So 49ers go, Giants. go Giants. Go Giants. Go win uh, – next seven games and i'll be ecstatic just win all seven that's all we ask seven in a row seven in a row right now boom done